Hey everyone, this is Kelsey Jo Hillis, photographer, entrepreneur, wife, mom, and recovering people pleaser. This is my podcast, Picturing Purpose, where I have transparent and meaningful conversations with people from all different walks of life. My hope with this podcast is that you find encouragement, lean on faith, and trust God's purpose for your life. So with that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode of Picturing Purpose. Happy Wednesday. Thank you all so much for your continued support with the podcast. Help us spread the word, share the podcast on your pages, and send the show to your friends. You can donate to the show by going to kelseyjoephotography.com slash picturing purpose podcast. You can even set up reoccurring payments. Even pledging $5 a month to the show can help us significantly. The show takes a lot of behind-the-scenes costs, but we know either way that God's hand is on this podcast and it will serve its purpose. Today's episode is short and sweet, similar to the fasting episode. I asked our podcast Facebook group to send in questions regarding advice and next steps towards improvement of any situation. Today's episode is answering a very common question amongst young adults, especially parents. Our listener asks, Hi there, excited about your advice podcast. I think lots of women see you doing so much. Your business, your ministry, your mentorship, your husband, your babies, your friends, your health, your church, your prayer, and Bible study. And they wonder how you do it all without being overwhelmed. They see you do it seemingly so easy and you look so together. Could you maybe give them a tangible plan to help them balance? When I first received this message, I was like, wait people think I have it all together. There have been many seasons of my life where it probably wasn't perceived that way. I've gone through so many waves of success and failures, and I still do. From the outside looking in, it may look like my life is perfect, but it definitely is not. Before we get into how my life is imperfect, I will openly give myself one positive compliment. No matter what season I'm in, I've always been extremely goal-oriented. I'll probably have to give credit to some of it being somewhat of a trauma response, but it's still a good thing at times. Not everyone is goal-oriented, and that's okay. For those listening, my desire is for you to feel normal and that I am not any more special than you. So let's get started. Having kids changed my entire life. Life was no longer about just me or just me and Jesse. We've been put into the society of women needing to be able to do all of these things right out of the gate, but no one really tells you how big of an adjustment it is. Becoming a parent is hard work. Adding work and other responsibilities on top of that is even harder. We live in a system of doing, doing, doing and climbing the success ladder only to be mentally and emotionally drained at the end of the day. Although life quickly changed once we had children, my goals and lifestyle completely shifted. Sleeping in, taking naps whenever, or doing what I wanted on my own time was no longer an option. Don't even get me started on marriage struggles. My marriage suffered so much. The majority of women adjust into parenthood a lot easier than men. This can strain a marriage very quickly if it doesn't get worked on early. Your friendships also change drastically. The people who were once by your side and easily accepted invitations for dinners and nights out don't come around as often. Your responsibilities are different. 
Your mindset, boundaries, and personal growth plays a huge role once you're a parent. Change is not always the easiest to accept. Thankfully, God leads us in and out of seasons of relationships. He will guide you to new friendships that cherish your time. Just ask Him. I am not a super mom or a perfect mom in any way. As much as I would love the benefits of my kids eating clean meals every single day and knowing all the herbs and essential oils to cover them in, I just don't have the time or the mental capacity. My kids may not have perfectly ironed matching outfits or chia seed smoothies every morning, but they are loved and they get told how loved they are every single day. We also share how much their creator and Jesus loves them. This is so important to us. I want my kids to be able to tell us absolutely anything. And if they feel like they can't talk to us, we pray that they have a special relationship with God to guide them through difficulties or to speak to another trusted adult. A lot of the negative emotions and struggles my husband and I deal with are from not having a lot of safe places growing up. Having deep and uncomfortable conversations in our generation was very rare especially for men. We still have a ways to go on healing this part of ourselves, and we plan to break the stigma and generational curse with our children. I encourage all of you listening, whether you have kids or not, to be open to having someone to talk to, and if you're a parent, be a safe place for your child. If that's not comfortable for you, I suggest doing some one-on-one counseling for yourself so you can work on being more comfortable. Okay, enough about parenting stuff. You all know I'm a pretty open book, and sometimes I overshare, and you know I love me some Jesus. Man, I could not do all of these things without him. I would have been burnt out completely if it weren't for my personal relationship with him. He strengthens me when I am weak, and he waves me down when I'm starting to disconnect. I notice quickly how I can fall back into a dark season if I don't stay connected with him. Negative thoughts will overtake me, and I will allow it some days. Instead of speaking scripture out loud or praying for the Lord to pull me out of the hole, I'll stay there. It can damage everything around me without even knowing. My marriage begins to suffer. My faith is not as strong. I'm worrying about things I know I don't have to worry about because I've seen God replenish it. The list goes on. So my biggest advice of all is to stay connected with Jesus and give your full trust to him. If you're going through a waiting season, I am too, and you seem to believe God isn't moving or fixing something that desperately needs fixing, I truly believe he's waiting on you to release it to him. One time during prayer, I was specifically asking the Lord to fix a certain situation and to change it. Before I could finish my prayer, I heard, let it go. Something I personally didn't want to hear at that time, but I knew what he meant. He wanted me to release that control and quit trying to manage the situation myself. This allows him to strengthen our faith and work in this part of our life. So to answer the question about how I balance everything, it's because of God, 100%. If I begin working out of my own control, that is when it goes downhill. When I release all of it to him, he does it for me. All I have to do is listen and respond. To wrap this up, please know that behind all of the things I do or don't do, I'm just a normal human being that is broken and in need of a savior. My personality was molded for a reason, and so was yours. You don't have to be an outspoken and bubbly person to do God's work. Sometimes people don't need the personality that I or someone else provides. They need a completely opposite person that I can't give them. God has so many opportunities and vessels for you to be a part of. 
This generation especially has to get out of the all or nothing mindset. This is something I struggle with too. One small step is better than not stepping in it at all. It doesn't have to be a marathon. Ask God to show you how you can use your passion to bring him glory. You'll probably have an idea started already or maybe he has to nudge you a little closer to it. I struggle a lot, guys. I have times of loneliness, feeling left out, overwhelmed, worry, despair, feeling less than, all the negative emotions. The enemy enjoys attacking me. He enjoys attacking you too and holding you back from your anointing. One of my favorite scriptures to read when I am feeling like I can't do it all anymore is Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So here are my top five tips to managing life and finding peace within it all. Number one, allow God to lead you and spend time with him every day. Number two, be open to self-reflection and maturity. A professional counselor can help you with this. This might be hard to hear, but most of the time, our problems are not due to other people. They're due to how we react, set boundaries, and unlearn the wrong things we were taught. Number three, give yourself grace. This is something I am learning to do. Take time to rest. I know that's difficult for some people. Moms with young children are probably rolling their eyes at me right now. Like, how can I rest when I don't have time to rest? Ask the Lord to reveal what's holding you back from true rest. Number four, don't pile too much on. Not everyone takes on multiple tasks at once, and that's okay. Only do what you are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually capable of doing. If that season calls you just to be a parent and do the bare minimum with other daily tasks, then by all means, do the bare minimum. You are not devalued by the things you aren't doing. If you feel called to volunteer somewhere once a month, then do it. Get rid of the all or nothing mindset. There's going to be another season of life coming where you have the capability to fit more in your life. That season will come. Trust the process. The Lord is always trying to strengthen and mold you. Number five posture your heart to serve. I'll be the first to tell you that when my mind is solely on my wants, my needs, what others aren't doing for me, I can spiral into a dark pit of negativity. But when I posture my heart towards others, wow, I am so fulfilled. God has called us to love each other and take care of one another. Serving his people can be as small as opening the door for someone or making a meal for someone who is sick, sending a text to a friend to let them know you're thinking of them, or praying for others that God puts on your heart. Life is not about us. It's about fulfilling God's purpose and loving on others. Ephesians 2, 8-10 through 10 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. Our way of life is doing what he has called us to do. When you step into that calling, it's the best life ever. So just a refresher. Number one, allow God to lead you. Number two, be open to self-reflection and maturity. Number three, give yourself grace. Number four, don't pile on too much. And number five, posture your heart to serve. That's it for today's episode. I hope you have a great week and remember you are loved.
Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like more information on this podcast, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Picturing Purpose Podcast. Find us on Anchor as well as every major streaming service. If you are excited for this journey and want to see this podcast thrive, there are many ways you can help. The most simple thing you can do is by leaving a five-star review on your streaming service of choice. Reviews help podcasts so much. Another easy thing, anytime you see a post from the Picturing Purpose Podcast social media pages, please comment, like, and share. This generates a bigger audience and brings more listeners. You never know, one of your friends may need to hear an encouraging word. I need daily motivation myself. Last but definitely not least, if you want to see this podcast fulfill its purpose, your donations are incredibly appreciated. Keeping the podcast up and running is an extra cost I have taken on and will continue to do as needed. I know that God will always provide because this podcast is His. Not only will donations go to the making of the podcast, but Picturing Purpose will be blessing 50% of its October earnings to people in need. Whatever God puts on my heart is where the money will go. This month, we are blessing Fostering Change. This organization goes above and beyond for the community, and I am honored they were able to come on the show. You can donate by going to kelseyjoephotography.com slash picturingpurposepodcast. Kelsey Joe is spelled K-E-L-S-I-E-J-O. Again, that is kelseyjoephotography.com slash picturingpurposepodcast. There is no donation too small, and you can also set up reoccurring payments. Even $5 a month would be super helpful. If you are unable to donate, your prayers are powerful. Please pray for this podcast and that it continues to serve its purpose and spread the love of Christ. Our hope is that Picturing Purpose is an encouragement to anyone that needs it and that we create strong, confident, and motivated disciples. Thank you for your support.